Hello, dear listeners. It is I once again, DJ Star Sage, and we have happily arrived on the other side of the holidays. Can you believe it? Are you still pinching yourself? A whole new calendar, folks. So, with that being said, of course, you're in store for the next edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. Sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink, and we'll catch up, shall we? So, how are you? And what have you been up to lately? I hope you enjoyed some quality time with loved ones and those near and dear. We have entered that time of year where sadly not much at all is going on and well it's uh, a little nostalgia driven if you will because uh, while uh, none of us probably enjoy having to make an effort, you know, uh, to, to pick your place up and run the vacuum and all those things, you, that, uh, Hazel, you know, the, the famous housekeeper from the, the 50s TV show, I, I remember mom, uh, would often refer to her and, uh, when we were kids, if we had to pick up her, our rooms or if she had to do housekeeping, she would say that, uh, she would put her Hazel outfit on. Uh, anyways, so holidays have just left us, and uh, we have that time of year where not much is going on. So let's reflect a little. Let's talk about some of the things that went on recently. That uh, you know, if you were a fly on the wall, I'd just be repeating myself. <laughs> Basically, what went on during my holidays? So. The holiday season was a thoroughly enjoyable time for us at Chateau Star Sage. However, of course, uh, hubby being one of those who works in the world of retail, his, uh, his world is a little busier during that time of year. It's, it's like the snow globe has been shaken and uh, it's a bit more of a stressful time of year and you know um, as uh, I'm fond to say of him that uh, he'll come home this time of year and uh, have to unwind for a bit because it is one of the most stressful times of year and uh, excuse the music if you will folks uh, on my weekend on my Friday even I am often one to enjoy some music from abroad. I like to listen to uh, a UK radio station that's electronic dance music, EDM. Some of you may know what that means. Uh, basically, it's way, my way of trying to, uh, you know, re- relive my youth. Because <laughs> I've had another page of the calendar turn on uh, the old trip around the sun, too. I'm a year older, I'm closer to being a mid-century, that's just a handful of years for me now, but uh, going back to the holidays, we enjoyed our time together, 
but uh, of course being uh, in competition with the most stressful time of year for hubby uh, and uh, having a new addition in our home our little man our young squire mr. Benny he's been with us seven months now but uh, you know we we weren't quite sure how he would react to having a Christmas tree in the house so we played things safe uh, we didn't quite fully deck the halls this year and uh, we left a few things off the tree we we basically put only uh, you know child safe things on the tree it was all plastic uh, as pretty as it could be and uh, we we did not put any garland on the tree this year as we are one to do. Now we never, and I repeat, have never made use of tinsel. I have found that is often something that uh, people who believe in having real trees in their home have made use of. And I say that because that way because I am someone who grew up with severe allergies and asthma, as a matter of fact. When I was a child, I was not allowed to have carpeting in my bedroom, it was such. Uh, apparently, in during my first Christmas, which, since I'm a Capricorn, I was born in New Year's, I was almost a year old by the time that came to be the first time, but apparently as an infant, I crawled under the Christmas tree and either tried or did drink some of the water uh, or just got pine needles in my mouth. But either way, it was determined way back then, my first Christmas, that I was allergic to, among other things, real Christmas trees. So we have never had a real tree in my house. And uh, well, as an adult, I have dabbled in that arena once or twice as allergies often do. Uh, sometimes become more controllable in adulthood and uh, well with uh, young squire Benny again we we decided not to go all out with the tree and a matter of fact it was a little bit of a challenge when we did put up the tree because as you might not be surprised to know uh, we are a, uh, a family that likes to collect things put it mildly and we had multiple trees in our arsenal of course uh, and, you know uh, you can never find anything when you want to so we didn't have all the pieces sorted out in uh, you know one set collection so we we did sort of a greatest hits of Christmas we we put together the pieces and assembled uh, a tree unique to this year, kind of like having a real tree, because, you know, it's going to be different next year. But uh, well, we did quite a good job because, of course, he has a number of years of experience in the retail arena, so that's given him uh, quite a bit of practice with uh, the decking the halls. But uh, young Benny seemed to quite enjoy the Christmas tree this year. In fact, it was... Um, very uh, not surprising but pleasing to see how animated he was to behold the tree because uh, as as I've said we're not quite sure how differently abled he is 
there is uh, a level of curiosity about him that I've not seen in other cats, and it could be because he has sensory issues. He might be, uh, you know, uh, short-sighted, perhaps. We don't know. But um, he was quite enamored by the lights on the tree. And in point of fact, actually did rather well to leave it alone. He just beheld it and would stare at it and would get around it like a, you know, a cat would, as you would expect. But it was something about the lights that he enjoyed. And this is a type of behavior that we sometimes observe as I, as I put my, you know, uh, mail order doctor hat on here. <laughs> as we sometimes observe in humans with autism. And I only say that because, again, we strive to understand more about our special needs boy. And I do believe it is possible that cats can be, just as their humans counterparts, autistic. And so certainly the fact that Benny was enamored by the lights of the tree uh, probably serves to confirm a theory. So, uh, all that being said, <laughs> the holidays were quite nice, and uh, I, I spent some time with my siblings the weekend before, as I have mentioned, and uh, we had our time together. We got to spend the afternoon with Mama Billy and uh, Sis Ginger, not C-I-S, Sis, as in short for sister. Uh, Hubby Billy's sister, Ginger. <laughs> and that was a nice time. Uh, Mama Billy's kitty cat, Helena, has uh, felt the absence of her human mommy because, well, Ginger's been going through a difficult time and uh, Mama Billy has been... Uh, out of the home not not a nursing home but out of her home uh, at all hours basically trying to assist her her daughter who's been in crisis so okay brief moment while I stop for a treat okay so uh, also it is a Saturday as I'm speaking to you it's uh, a tad gloomy out. It's, uh, oh, a little after 2 p.m. Saturday. And uh, we're just a skosh above the, the freezing mark here on the old uh, thermometer. And uh, we've actually had a couple of brief days of warmer weather. So this is... Uh, sort of a, a return to, to normal, if you will. We certainly are in January, and I have not left New York State. So uh, it's time to wake up. There's no more mirages or fantasies. The holidays are behind us. And I'm, point of fact, actually uh, out on Aaron's hubby's birthday is 
just around the corner this next week. We both have January birthdays. We're fraught. Yes, look that word up. Fraught. We're fraught with birth January birthdays in my family. I have a sister and an aunt who also has a January birth. And uh, we used to actually gather together for a, a mutual birthday dinner. Now, of course, uh, dear aunt Gwen, she uh, has entered her uh, soft retirement years. I say soft because she still works part-time, but uh, sh- she's the sort that uh, is best not to be driving at night, and uh, her adult children have their own families, so it's it's a little more of an effort to try to coordinate a gathering there. <laughs> um, okay, so um, put on your uh, seatbelt and uh, maybe your, your neck brace, because uh, you, you're probably going to get a whiplash with all the back and forth I'm doing on the, the old timeline here. <laughs> but uh, during the holidays, just last weekend, we uh, were host to my dear friend, my nerd brother, my co-host, Mr. Toppy Smelly. Now, we actually had it on the calendar for Bestie Tommy to join us from the great white north up there in Fort Maple. Uh, however, it sometimes happens with those of us who uh, have a house full. Things just didn't line up for the uh, poor guy with uh, the, the child care arrangements, if you will. He didn't have anyone who was able to stop in and check on his fur babies. And uh, as any good uh, animal parent will tell, a pet parent will tell you, it is not acceptable to just leave out a vat of dry food and water and hope for the best. Doesn't happen, especially when you have senior animals, as one does in our arena. And, uh, well, dear Tommy had too many family members take ill recently to be able to have options. So, uh, Tommy had to, to stay down, stay home and hunker down and actually just recently exited from a uh, landmark snow experience of winter extravaganza, if you will. So, uh, but anyways, we made the best of things and uh, certainly enjoyed Mr. Smelly's company. We rang in the new year together, and in fact, we actually unearthed, if you will, a copy of a film that came up during conversation during our holiday season with Matinee Minutia, we previously discussed the film from 37, I believe, no, I'm sorry, 1943, Miracle on 34th Street, which of course had uh, young Natalie Wood, and we we discussed the career of Natalie Wood during that time. And this film that we unearthed, if you will, and rang in the new year with was a 70s disaster film. I know. It, the, that's the best way to ring in the new year is with a disaster film. 
We watched a movie with Natalie Wood. In fact, it was one of her last films, as of course, unfortunately, we lost her before her time. This is a film with Sean Connery. And, uh, oh gosh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name. He was in the Mission Impossible, but it was a movie called Meteor. And uh, just like those 90s films that were about uh, a possible apocalypse, Meteor was right on par with that theme. And uh, the Americans and the Russians, because of course this was before the fall of the Iron Curtain, the Americans and the Russians had to collaborate to save the day. We watched that on our big screen and uh, rang in the new year tuned into network television just to watch the ball drop and uh, interesting uh, side note there you might be curious to know or might be curious to know that uh, the ball that's used at Times Square is comprised of Waterford crystal where have you heard that from before well if you go to any fine department store any place that sells uh, elegant hosting where the you know dishes uh, more particularly wine glasses and the like they are often made from a fine type of glass that's imported from a region of Ireland known as Waterford so Waterford Crystal actually comes from Ireland and the New Year's Times Square ball is actually made of lots of little pieces of Waterford Crystal. Did you know that? Hmm? And, uh, well, we did not uh, participate in the, uh, the conundrum that is the, uh, you know, the CNN and uh, the, the two aging queens who apparently tied one on last year. No, we, we just simply watched uh, some cover artist perform a few minutes before the ball, and then we toasted at midnight, and then we finished watching our film. So, that was New Year's Eve, and my birthday, New Year's Day itself, was quite an enjoyable experience, because uh, much like my uh, nod to the... Uh, the domestic of uh, the Golden Age, Miss Hazel. Toppy, our, like I said, my dear nerd brother Toppy, was kind enough to treat us on my birthday. He brought his supplies and darn near put on the apron, folks. This was such a, uh, a presentation to behold and you'll actually see it on my Instagram if you follow me, DJ Starsage there. Toppy treated us to a decadent brunch. I want to say that they were a frittata. It was a omelette-like dish that was served on a tortilla that it was uh, basically cooked on two. And there was a nice garnish with asparagus and fresh fruit. And uh, there were even potatoes that had been prepared 
and cut as spears, I, I, I had to take a double take because I thought we were being served some very scrumptious deli-style pickles. Not because of the coloring, but because of the shape. They were spear-shaped. But uh, the potatoes was easily one of the highlights of that dish. And it was so good, we had a second helping. It felt like we had stepped into a bed and breakfast, although we didn't even have to leave the house. So certainly, that was a welcome part to my... uh, entrance entering of another trip around the sun (laughs) Uh, so my birthday has passed and uh, well hubby took one of his epic naps and by epic I mean uh, it was more than a couple of hours folks and as I've spoken before he is one to have difficulty waking for an alarm so I basically had to get on the coffee and uh, try my due diligence to wake him just to barely have enough time for the birthday festivities before someone had to be back in bed because they worked early in the next day. (laughs) The day after New Year's, folks. He He did have my birthday, New Year's Day, off. But, uh... I had a very nice birthday. Hubby got me some much-needed clothing uh, as uh, I have unfortunately grown out of that supermodel stage of my relationship with Hubby. Okay, we've been together more than 13 years, folks. Uh, But basically, I'll, I'll blame the pandemic for pushing me off the wagon, as so many of us have. And uh, I cannot wear the clothes that Hubby hoarded for his trophy husband a few years back. And uh, I I basically said, I've started a new job and it would be nice if I had more than three things that I could wear. And uh, lo and behold, Hubby did his wink his blink and uh, you know maybe there was some rubbing of the lamp uh-huh. <laughs> I won't go there uh, but uh, hubby made it happen and between the two uh, holidays uh, of the uh, the two occasions I was uh, very pleasantly surprised okay maybe I had it on a wish list but still you uh, you you do get surprised when you are gifted things that you're wanting. I got copies of the graphic novels that inspired the Netflix young adult series Heartstopper. I've spoken about this before, but uh, these are uh, very heartwarming uh, installments in the young adult universe because uh, unlike when I was a kid... Apparently, nowadays, young adults go through life and uh, it's just uh, part of reality that uh, some boys like boys and some girls like girls and some people don't care to dress for a particular gender, which is part of the world we live in today. And uh, as I'm speaking to you about this, I'm driving around with painted nails. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, I don't mean to make light of that. Um, I've just decided that, uh, you know, color is not gender or gender oriented. So, uh, just as a sort of a, a, a nod that uh, I'm not the average bear. Because, you know, there's only so much you learn about a person until you uh, have witnessed their purse dropping from their their mouth. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I've taken to painting my nails on a semi-regular basis. I've, as I've said, I even had a conversation with the boss at my new job to make sure that that was work appropriate. Uh, you know, it really shouldn't be a conversation anyone needs to have because in this day and age it really is just a matter of uh, how someone chooses to dress and so long as you do it uh, with discretion you know not wearing hot pink with glitter or whatever in your your office uh, okay well, anyways so I, I typically just wear muted colors like black or gray or, uh, you know, green, blue, so long as they are somewhat, uh, you know, what, uh, not flashy, I can't think of a better word to use right now, and right now I'm wearing a color that's akin to grape, so, uh, yes, so, yes, dialing that back a few moments or more, I was gifted two of the uh, series for Heartstopper. So, that was uh, certainly a welcome surprise. Oh, and another thing that I received during the holidays that I'm looking forward to using is, uh, well, since my garage or garage, if you're overseas there in the UK, um, the place that I would normally park a car is, uh, home to some of our collection <laughs> um, rather than uh, clean out said garage and uh, make room for me to park okay it sounds like I'm looking a gift horse in the mouth I don't really mean to sound that way but I was among other things I was gifted during the holidays this year was basically an apron for your windshield now, this is something that I, I was interested in. So, hubby got it because I, I might have had it on a wish list. Uh, really, uh, a lot of folks just give out gift cards these days. So, that's our happy medium. We make wish lists because uh, sometimes it's hard to, to get that perfect thing for someone. But, so, this, this is a product that lays on the outside of your car windshield and has tiebacks, basically, um, loops, kind of like a mask on your head. But in this case, when you attach it to your windshield, the loops go behind your side view mirrors. So this is to help keep it on your windshield in possibly windy conditions. But the idea is that during um, harsher, colder winter time, when this is on your windshield, it's supposed to protect it from snow and ice. So, if you're anyone who has to leave the house occasionally to go to work, 
it's a time saver because you don't have to sit in your car and wait for the heat or the defrost to take hold before you can scrape your windshield. With this in place, you merely have to peel it off and, well, maybe shake it. But, uh, you know, it uh, protects your windshield. So, uh, as a, uh, a Northeasterner, I can, you know, confidently say that was my, my favorite winter readiness gear of the season. <laughs> so, well, I have arrived at the store where I'll be doing some, uh, browsing and going about trying to find something for hubby's birthday and uh well i'm going to offer you an exclusive that's right right here on surely you just if you uh hold tight here i'm going to clue you in on what we're going to be discussing our next episode of matinee minutia what's that you say it's still a couple of weeks away and you haven't posted this in the Matinee Minutia group? Okay, if you're not paying attention, I just told you this is an exclusive, okay? So we're going to be discussing in early 2000s uh, family drama sitcom. And uh, it uh, hopped around a bit during its seven-year run. But uh, it was often seen on Thursdays or Friday evenings, and it entailed the lives of a single mother raising her child alone in a small New England town. And uh, if you haven't figured it out already, another hint is that uh, the mother was also the only child of a well-to-do family. This is a show that some say launched the early days of the careers of some, well, on and off Saturday Night Live talent and uh, an actress who was in one of the um, almighty movies, you know, the ones about uh, God personally speaking to someone and Morgan Freeman being in them. Okay, so Heather Graham is the mother, and da, 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 Alexis Bledel, ring any bells? We're going to be discussing Gilmore Girls, because this is a show that, uh, while I did not see in its initial run, I was introduced to, and uh, having a sister who was a single mother for quite some time, it's something I thoroughly enjoy. And, uh, well, perhaps maybe because it uh, appealed to the, the feminist in me as well. But that's going to be our next episode of Matinee Minutia on Friday, all Jan I almost said August. Friday, January 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Those of you with Netflix can find Gilmore Girls on there still to this day. We're mostly going to discuss the top three episodes and the careers of the cast as well, of course, as the creator, producer, director, blah, blah, blah. That is Matinee Minutia for you. So, uh, you know, go on over to matineeminutia.com that evening. Click the tower for audio and enter Discord for chat. And as always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Starsage. Email me, djstarsage at gmail.com. 
Okay, folks. Uh, you know, don't be too silly. Don't make too many ridiculous New Year's resolutions. Maybe just make a handful of goals for yourself and uh, be happy with meeting them halfway. All right, that's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Joe's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.